Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reunites the little old lady drug lords for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this episode, we're covering Daredevil, Season 2, Episode 11, 380. That's a lot of um, numbers. But we want to remind you first that you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcast app of choice is. But let's just barrel right into the episode, Al. All right. Sounds good. So uh, here's the general description of everything that happens. The ninjas attack. They kill some hospital workers and take the patients back. Later on, the hand drains the blood from the patients who were willingly giving it up. After finding out Karen was attacked by the blacksmith, Daredevil starts going after this mysterious new villain instead. He ends up in Chinatown and finds Madame Gao never left. She tells him where to find the blacksmith. After being shot at the day before, Karen accepts police protection, then ditches it the second she can. She meets up with the Punisher, and they go looking for the blacksmith. The two go to a diner and get attacked by some thugs, who give up the location of the blacksmith. Daredevil and the Punisher find the blacksmith's boat at the same time. Daredevil stops the Punisher from killing someone, and the two fight. Daredevil says he'll agree to let Punisher kill the blacksmith. Instead of agreeing, Punisher pushes Daredevil overboard into the water, then seemingly dies when the boat explodes. Foggy gets a visit from Darcy, who tells him he has a really good shot at a job with other law firms. Uh, Claire is angry, the hospital wants to ignore the ninja attack, so she quits. And finally, Stick finds out Elektra is killing members of his team. He decides to wait for her and fight. Okay. Do we have to call him the blacksmith in that phrase every single time we refer to him? I think we should. I mean, that's... That's only fair, right? All right. Well, we'll get to him eventually. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't come up that often in this episode. I don't but, think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You only said it like 16 times. <laughs> All right. Let's start with our fast facts. Ooh. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? All right, Al, we, give me your mounds of fast facts. All right. <clears throat> think I'm done. Okay. Well, since we're moving, uh, we decided to move superhero landings to this section. We need. I need you to help making a judgment call. Oh, okay. Do I count all the three-point landings that ninjas make in the first four minutes of this episode? Um. So I'm going to go with no. And the reason I say no to them is because... I don't consider that to be a, a landing or a, I don't I don't consider it to be a superhero landing because mm-hmm. none of them are named characters. That's fair. Because yeah. I do have it written down. It's like, if yes, we've got landing 66 to 72. If not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we got two superhero landings, both mm-hmm. by Daredevil. 
One is him chasing after the ninjas, which is number 66. And one is when he's approaching the blacksmith's ship. He's um, like one of the landings as he's getting closer to the ship. I'm sorry, the blacksmith's ship. <laughs> oh, this is this is when... Uh, like this when... is right before he, he catches up to the Punisher. Okay, got it. So this is just him like investigating the shipyard whatever whatever it's called yeah. i don't know the port yeah. i guess yeah right. yeah it's por- up here i don't know you i i don't live near the ocean uh, same yeah all right <laughs> and even if we did i don't think we would know the answer to this no we would be pirates <laughs> i'm sure that's what most people who live near the ocean do right yeah exactly Just everyone who lives jump. in san francisco pirates R- yep right to piracy mm-hmm. that's why they have to have alcatraz yeah, because so many pirates. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the only ones. Uh, 380 is the 380 millimeter gun that Karen has, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh yeah, you know, we never actually throw in the fast facts, like of the what the title of the episode means. I know you always try to bring it up, but mm-hmm. did, or I should rephrase this: Have you always been trying to put that into the section and forgetting sometimes, or or what? No, <laughs> I just haven't <laughs> been. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, hey, where I like, I found that I knew three eighty referred to the gun. I was mm-hmm. like, where would I put that fact in there? And like, oh, uh, it, it sounds like a very fast fact to me. So maybe, maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> a good idea. There, there have been so many of these where it actually would be kind of nice to know uh, what that means or what it relates to, but. Then we just never talk about it. And I feel like you look it up every time. You know what? I'm going to bring it up every single episode, even if it's completely obvious why they needed that episode. Okay. Like 380? Like 380. Or like if there's an episode of Agent of the Shield called Fitz. It's probably referring to, you know, um, Leopold Fitz, one of the main characters. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that fits. Yes, it does. And that was appropriate usage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did that one on purpose. I, and job. even if I didn't, I'm going to pretend I did. <laughs> Good job. Yes, I'll take one. One point. All right. Uh, ready to move on to talk about our heroes? Yeah. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like a for real superhero, which is I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... I choose to run toward my problems and not away from them. That's what. Because that's what heroes do. All right. uh, Just so I'm sure, we're only talking about (laughs) Daredevil. I mean, Frank's in there too, right? Okay. I again, I forget every time. (laughs) But sure, yeah, that uh, works for me. I've got notes for everyone. I just wanted to make sure (laughs) that I knew what category he fell under. All right. So let's start with Daredevil. All right. So what have you got? So, um, ninja fight uh-huh. <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. Um, like with these Netflix shows, yeah, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'm taking notes and I'll watch and, like, I'll stop and watch, like, an epic fight scene, like the Punishers or, um, one of the hallway fights. Uh-huh. But very few do I just stop taking notes because something is so cool on the screen that. I, I get distracted from my notes, but Daredevil pulling a Batman and diving out of the window to save Claire—that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I 
uh, kind of had that written down. Like, so this is like a, a hero or superhero trope kind of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we see this in, in other things, but is this the first one in the MCU? I think so. Oh. Although I'm I'm not sure how much of a trope it is because I can only like in the movies I can only think of Batman doing it in the Dark Knight. I'll yeah, I, one at a time is a trope. Uh, let's see. I mean, Superman, there was that. But yeah, fly. there was that Superman movie where he catches Lois Lane. I feel like Spider Man in those movies he probably caught Mary Jane yes, a few times. Yes, he did. I definitely in Spider Man One when he's got to like choose between the trolley full of children and mary jane and he just stands there for 30 seconds as they fall to their death yeah yes that's right <laughs> <laughs> it always sure... hurt me that you could see him standing there it's like as they're both falling it's like do something peter parker <laughs> <laughs> at least start going in a direction uh, yeah <laughs> i'm sure it happened in the uh the amazing spider-mans too at least one of them um especially in number two where yeah. he fails um, when gwen stacy dies yeah spoiler alert Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys, for his an eight-year-old movie. But it's out on Blu-ray, but it's not MCU. But it's Marvel, so I'm going to say I'm in the clear. All right, that, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's out on Blu-ray. Those are our rules. So, yeah, again, mm-hmm. reminding everyone what our rules are on spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that, it was just really cool. Although it was interesting how he does that. And at that point, the fight's basically over. He's like, all right, yeah. well... Cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah, the the ninjas, they're really half-assing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, they're not, like... It's interesting, because, like, the, the assumption was that the ninjas were going to show up and just kill everyone in the room. And mm-hmm. they kind of did that. Um, but I, I think just they killed assume... a nurse. <laughs> well, they killed a nurse and I think the two security guards. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Yeah, they tried to kill Claire, so you know they, they put in, put in the attempt. Uh, but for some reason, I just assumed there would be more deaths. But maybe it's because that entire wing of the hospital was empty that they uh, yeah. But that's why they're like, oh, I guess it's empty. We'll just leave. It's true. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get time for a big ninja showdown next episode or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, a little bit after this, I guess, basically the next day. You know, uh, Matt goes to see Claire and they talk a little bit and she's like, hey, you know, you're burning the candle on both ends and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and 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 he's he's still talking about like him, he himself having to be the the one to stop the hand. You know, he, like Claire has that whole line about, you know, the thing about being a martyr is the good ones die. And um, like he. He, he refers to um, the city as his city. Like, he has to defend it. Like, uh-huh. I, I just, I have to repeat myself. I know it's, I've done this, like, probably two weeks in a row at this point. But he needs to call an Avenger or someone. That uh, was actually my my thing. Was, she said it's not bad to call for help. Yeah. She obviously is not on the Punisher side. Because no one mm-hmm. except for Karen is. I, my yeah. question was, was she asked him directly to call an Avenger? <laughs> yeah maybe like that could have been it um like i'm I'm sure they don't have like their phone number but you know maybe they have i'm sure there's a hotline (laughs) a tip line maybe yeah yeah that's what vision does all day (laughs) 
He's just, I mean, he's new, so they they got to throw him like the the crappy intern jobs. Yeah. It's... Um. Which Avenger is most qualified for ninja hunting? That's a good question for ninja hunting specifically. Um, I mean, Vision makes a lot of sense because you would assume that he has some sort of techno babble to find them. Mm -hmm. I guess Wanda might have something in her powers. I'm not sure about that at all. Um, Iron Man. Controversial choice out there. I think Hawkeye, because he's the only one we actually see fighting ninjas in the entire MCU. Like (laughs) movie side. (laughs) I guess that's true. I'm, I'm sure he like has done it in the past. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it never occurred to me that he's fighting the Yakuza in Japan at the beginning of uh, Endgame, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Is he actually actually going after the hand? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to go with no. Uh, not for any reason that, like, you know, potentially ruins, you know, future things that we talk about. Because uh, things kind of go back and forth there. But uh, I'm going to go with no because I feel like the hand is uh, a lot more secretive. And he's not going after, like, secretive things. He, he From what I remember, he, like, he fi- it seems like he finds out about some horrible, evil thing, and then mm-hmm. he just goes after those people. So he's a more punisher than the dare- than Daredevil in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at that point, he basically just channeled his inner punisher. Okay. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Although okay. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't mind in the Hawkeye TV show that will eventually come out if it's him fighting the hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm in yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Although I doubt it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so since we're bringing up, you know, others who could help, one of the things I another question I had is where was S.H.I.E.L.D. during like this happening? So. We, we've talked a little bit about the storyline, right? Or timeline as far as like mm-hmm. this show related to other ones. So if I remember correctly, is this like summer break in between S.H.I.E.L.D. stopping Jiaying and the Inhuman stuff? Like that? that's like a few months after that? Well, yeah. So this would be during the Inhuman like outbreak or whatever you want to call it. So that's a lot of stuff for them to handle. Yeah, that's true. But was it a lot? Honestly, like, I, I don't actually know. Like, was it a lot of stuff for them to handle? Mm, I mean, I think so. I'm trying to think of, like, when they first go after Joey, right? Uh-huh. At the yeah. premiere of season three. Like, they have it, like, down. They have a containment unit. They have, um, they have like, a system how to protect this inhuman and how to protect the inhuman from other people. Um. I feel like that's not their first rodeo. I feel like they've been handling Inhumans for a little bit at that time. So maybe all summer. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, That's also like the first time I think we see the containment pod also in use. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's like a... So they've been working on getting that thing good, too. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so are you thinking that S.H.I.E.L.D. just chose not to look into stuff that happened i guess a lot of this stuff is kept secret right we find out the whole hospital attack was kept a secret yeah it's not I mean, like anyone knows okay. shield is around so yeah i mean you've got a situation where there's a person there melting everything near him i mean just throwing some random inhuman powers out like people catch things on fire people who um 
uh, can multiply, stuff like that. You get these big, giant things coming up on your radar, and then you see this little... I mean, it's not tiny. Like, people attack the hospital, but it's not obviously supernatural. That's true, yeah. Or superhuman. Yeah. Um, what about second uh, autopsy? Would, do you think that would be something S.H.I.E.L.D. would look into, or no? Again, if they didn't have higher priorities? Yeah, I mean, that's weird. That's something Season 1 S.H.I.E.L.D. would definitely look into. Okay, that makes sense. I'll, I'll take it all. All right. Yeah. Um, we're, we're kind of veering away from <laughs> Matt's pick. I think we want to get into the villains and stuff. But there's one more Matt thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Is his interrogation scene when he interrogates Tower, uh, Ray's former was assistant DA. Yeah. Um, he's, frankly, he's terrifying. He's, again, he's Batman. <laughs> um, right now there are rumors, which I personally do not believe, that Daredevil might be in Spider-Man 3. But I feel like Spider-Man can learn a lot about interrogation methods from Daredevil. <laughs> I don't know. All he has to do is turn on interrogation mode, and he's good. Yeah, because that worked so well. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, no, and, and I'm with you. Like, I don't think that will happen, but it would be really, really cool if it did. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I... I'm st- I'm holding out like, but I'm prepared for the uh, inevitable letdown. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling about um this time. Uh, right now, news, semi news, like rumors that everyone seems to believe broke that Rosario Dawson is going to be playing Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. I saw. Oh, okay. I didn't know it would be in the Mandalorian. Like I saw yeah. something about that, but that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm still not believing it. <laughs> I was like, these things are too good to be true. I don't believe them anymore. I've been burned too many times. Yeah, this is one of the reasons I, I kind of just try to avoid some of these rumors. I just I just don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Until someone breaks into the studio or onto set and takes pictures of them, it ha- isn't happening. <laughs> exactly. And at that point, I think that it would have already been announced. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Do you have anything else about Matt or Daredevil? Uh, no. I combined the Punisher versus Daredevil fight together after we talk about Frank. Okay. Well, in that case, let's talk about him now. All right. Um. So Frank likes Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> yeah. Shining star. <laughs> A very different uh, personality of what we've seen him throughout so far mm-hmm. throughout the entire season. Yeah. Um. What kind of music do you think Matt listens to? It's <laughs> a good question. I didn't think about it. It's ease. I'm going with pop. Pop. Yeah. Something. Something pop. Kind of music. Like, like top forty station kind of thing. Okay. I mean, when I think of Daredevil, I don't <laughs> Daredevil and music. I don't necessarily think of Matthew Cox's Daredevil. Not Matthew Cox. What's his name? Charlie Cox. Matthew Cox someone else. Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I think of Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I think of Evanescence. (laughs) (laughs) I can see him. I can see him rocking out to that. Yeah. He's definitely into new metal. You know, Korn. um, Linkin Park. I feel like he's a big Linkin Park guy. I feel like Foggy. I feel like Foggy's a big Linkin Park guy. (laughs) So so you're saying top 40... But from the 90s, late 90s, basically. 90s, 2003, circa okay. 2003. Um, 
my like not my first concert I went to with friends was, was during my freshman year of high school, two thousand three, and we saw uh, Disturbed and Corn. So I was like, this is that era, early two thousands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I I could buy that. That that's the music he listens to. Uh, I also could buy it that you went to that as a concert, but I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. just choosing to believe that. It was it was good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Frank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so he yeah. um, was kind of an ass. He uses mm-hmm. Karen as bait. Mm-hmm. So that was just mean. It's it's true. I was actually a little suspicious. I think Karen should have been suspicious. Like, why would he take her to a diner out in the open and then sit next to the window? <laughs> I feel like he, that was like not very punisher thing to do. It makes sense that he was u- luring these guys out. Yeah, exactly. Like when the scene started, I was, I was wondering, like, because I like you could not remember at all what happens in this episode, and so, uh, yeah, I was wondering, like, are they? Are they stopping to take a break? What's what's going on? And then he had that line about like just he wanted the coffee to keep on coming. So I guess their plan was to stay there for quite a while. So which yeah. makes sense, you know, given his plan now that we know what that was. It's true. Um but while they're sitting there waiting for them to be attacked and potentially kill Karen and this nice waitress lady, mm-hmm. um they talk about like Karen's feelings for Matt and uh, kind of uh, Frank's perspective on love, which, I mean, it's not surprising, but you don't think about Punisher and love very often. Of um, He's like, even though they might hurt you, you should stay with them because love is love. Very toxic way to think of things. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but also a very Punisher way to think of things. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you don't know when you're going to lose that. So even even bad love is still love, which I don't think is. I don't think is right. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, although I like, I had a similar note about that exact thing. Um, this is kind of just showing off his personal ability to read people. Mm-hmm. Um. Which comes in handy when he's, you know, torturing people and he's trying to get a confession or something out of them. But in this case, it's, you know, he's using it as a, oh, yeah, I can tell, you know, immediately, like, you know, what you think towards something. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, he can read people, but not all that well, because he does. He just believes people right off the bat. We talked about this with him against Kingpin. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're right. (laughs) He, uh, hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the bad guys show up, and if you think Daredevil is violent, Punisher is way more graphic. Like, I could see Daredevil pushing PG-13 still, but Punisher is a hard R. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, I think I feel like this is the most brutal thing we've seen happen to him because these guys are I mean, yeah, they've got a couple of guns, but they are not up to the fight like 12 um guys in prison are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, let's see. They come in, I mean, you know, the Punisher is uh I mean, he's injured, you know, the entire time we see his face, it's just like nothing but bruises. So, you know, he's going to be a little bit slower. Then again, 
as far as the Punisher goes, that's like par for the course for him. So yeah, he's in his normal element at that point. But, um, but yeah, these like his fight with these guys is just so brutal. Uh, and you can like tell how how like kind of scary it is because you know when they cut away to I guess just Karen who's hiding in the back I guess that other lady left but <laughs> <She's> smart woman <laughs> yeah exactly like you just see Karen's reaction and that just kind of like puts it a little over the top it reminds you like oh yeah the the human element of of this kind of going on in the background is really freaky. Yeah, and then Karen like knows and have seen the aftermath, but she hasn't even she's never been there while he's on his murder spree. Yeah, yeah. So big change for her, especially later in this episode when she just starts seeing a bunch of dead bodies too. Mm-hmm. It's true. So he finds out that they're at the pier right around the time Daredevil finds out they're at the pier. So mm-hmm. they both go to the pier. <laughs> Yay, the pier, the pier. Let's go uh, to the pier. Or I guess that's, that's the song for the mall, but never mind. Is, yep. <laughs> um, who is that? That's um, Maria Hill sings that, right? Yeah. <laughs> when she was a teenager. <laughs> yes. She's a Canadian pop star, Maria Hill. All right. <laughs> that's a different show. That's our How I Met Your Mother Rewind. <laughs> we'll start that one someday. Once we're done with all of um, the Scorpion King and the mummies. Yeah. I mean, I like How I Met Your Mother, but there are a few other shows I would put above that. <laughs> Same. Yeah. All right. Hey, when we do um, Scorpion King, um, are we going to have to watch The Mummy Returns first to like, set it up? Um, I guess. I mean, if we're doing that, we might as well do The Mummy also. Just yeah, but that, for that that's a movie that's good, and we don't want to spoil the podcast with movies that are good. <laughs> that's true. You don't want to like start really high and then just just continually go downhill. Yep. I mean, we were a little. Everyone was a little worried when we started at Iron Man, then went to uh, Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man Two, but then we we slowly made it back up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and then we brought everything down with first season of Agents of Shield. But you know, then that got really good quick. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're we're averaging out to pretty okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Punisher versus Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, back to that. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just skip to where Matt shows up, unless there's anything you want to talk about before that. No, no, I mean that's just standard actiony sequence stuff. No, I'm good yeah. with this. Um. So one of our favorite punching bags is Batman versus Superman. In <laughs> in this, we see Matt taking on Frank and Matt, the whole time they're fighting, he's still saying, we need to talk. I don't want to fight you, which I feel like is something Superman should have said like more than once in his movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. He tried it once and it didn't work and he tried something else. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Superman in that case. Yeah. <laughs> I can't ever give it to that version of Superman. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> but, you know, try, uh, what was it? Um, the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? No, that's true. I mean, I think that's the definition of Catholicism as well. So it's really working out for Matt. <laughs> Keep saying the same thing over and over again to um, to Frank, and it hasn't worked out so far. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Although, in this scene, I mean, he kind of, at the end, sort of uh, changes things a little. Yeah, and then Frank, um, yeah, Matt offers, you know what, this one time, 
I'll let you kill the guy. And then the Frank is like, well, you let me do it one time. It's, you know, a slippery slope. You can't ever uncross that line. And I'm like, Frank, stop. He's agreeing with you. Go with it. <laughs> well, I, I kind of think in uh, in Castle's mind, he's like, N- I'm just going to kill him anyway. Like, you're not going to stop me. You haven't been able to stop me. Um, I'll try to save your soul, I guess. Um <laughs> is maybe where he's going with that i know he doesn't really care but like, yeah i, I think, think at it, this point he respects uh daredevil a little more than he did in the first episode or first that's meeting true. yeah they've had a lot more uh, interactions between each other mm-hmm. um and then Dare- did daredevil win this fight up until he gets um, pushed off <laughs> <laughs> uh he, you're right he did i didn't actually notice it um <laughs> He, Good he job, did. Matt. Wait, yeah. It's about time. <laughs> it's weird that there's ninjas, there's trained assassins, um, there's ninja with giant blade. Yes, still ninja, but I feel like he's his own category. But this this rampaging marine is the hardest guy for him to <laughs> to stop. <laughs> well, rampaging marine has guns and explosives. I don't and know if they use explosives. Yeah, that too. A name character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so all of those things just add up. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the gun part and the rampaging part, they add together. The name is like a multiplier. So. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially if you're in the name of a hero character. like a com- <sighs> He has comic books named after him. Yeah. 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 And so it's like just a higher shots. number. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And then he gets knocked off the boat and then it explodes. Ah. That's about it. Yeah. That's Yeah, that really is it cuz <laughs> the the next thing that we see related to this is I guess the next morning or a little bit later, we've got uh, Daredevil making his way out of the water. Um Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so what's swimming like for Matt? Like he he well, doesn't have any of his senses, right? Yeah, he does. I mean, okay. um, I know from my extensive research into dolphins, which means I think I watched a documentary once about dolphins, that they use echolocation. So water does travel through, um, through or sound goes through water very easily. So I bet it's like that. <laughs> Sounds okay. bouncing everywhere. Okay, all right. And then humans are buoyant. So you just like... Wait till you can sense which way is up. Just don't move, and you'll start floating upwards. That's true. Yeah, that that'll help a lot. Okay. All right. Yeah. But he's also got like he's he's weighted down, right? He's got combat boots on, and I have no idea how yeah. heavy his suit is. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet if he let about a little bit of air, his extra senses could tell which way the air was going to swim <laughs> upwards. It's not easy. <laughs> But he's also Daredevil, so he's 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 quite fit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's he's capable. He can get out. All right. Yeah. All right. So we sh- uh, should we switch gears to the villains? Yeah. Sounds good to me. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be. Deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Kneel before me. 
said. No! Alright. So we talked about uh, the hand a lot already. Uh -huh. Um, I have a little bit about their blood chamber. <laughs> you okay. know, their giant pot. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> They make stew in it. <laughs> Should we... I'm trying to decide. Do... Does the audience know what that giant pot's for yet? Did they announce, Did they say it? Especially no. with Nobu being there? Right. No, they, uh, they have not. Um, because I sort of kind of don't remember. Like, I, I think I remember, but they haven't said it because... And I know that because I I definitely don't remember. So, okay. yeah. All right, well, then I won't go into that note. But they have the, the kids that they have hypnotized and got back. Uh, just kind of split their wrists and sit in this pool, and all the blood will flow into the their giant pot thing. Is is this more or less effective than the tubes and all that wiring? And seemed like a lot of work that they had earlier. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess that that's the question of what were they doing? Like, were they actual like earlier with the tubes? Were they taking the blood i mean because one of the the theories that the doctor had was that they were using the bodies to incubate something right so they yeah uh, well we saw the tubes of blood going to the giant urn and then <laughs> nobu cuts it and takes it with them but all the blood was going in the urn i my thought is that they're incubating or growing something inside their bloodstream and their blood and whatever they're incubating is going towards the urn yeah okay yeah yeah th and that that's kind of what I was thinking also, but now I'm just trying to think of like your actual question of, is it better? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's creepier um, uh, seeing the, just watching the sword, you know, the way he did it. I don't I know. I feel like that. the tubes are creepier. <laughs> you know, it's, it's creepier the first time you see it, but like I'm thinking back on like just watching nobu uses sword to like slit that guy's wrist and I'm like ah it's just that's getting me worse than the tubes yeah i don't know i feel like the tubes are worse but they're both okay. bad <laughs> that is true we'll agree on that part and literally every other thing we talk about but but not this one <laughs> most this one other things part. Yeah. <laughs> i disagree with you about this <laughs> okay all right uh do we have anything else about the hand because we did talk about them earlier no, um, we've got, uh, I don't know if this is, if I'm ruining this or not, Madame Gao is yeah, still- Yeah, she was uh, my next one. Okay. She's not, uh, she's, she's part of a different organization from what we can tell. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about her. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't, don't look into my slyly hidden spoilers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's better than what I was going to say. Spoilers. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she's still around. She never left, apparently. And she tells I think she left and came back. Because she was going to go to another place, like further than China, which I know the place. You might know the place, but they haven't said the place. I do remember the place. Um, yeah. That's a good point. She probably did, especially because it's not like she told Daredevil, hey, I'm leaving. She, she told Fisk. So, yeah. All right. That, that makes sense. Her organization I, probably stayed. Oh yeah, I think so. Um, I like that when Daredevil confronts her and talks about her group selling heroin, her reaction is heroin is illegal. Like, <laughs> don't don't play innocent. 
Like that's that's where she draws the line, heroin. Everything else we've seen from season one, but she draws the line at heroin. No, she dealt heroin in season one. That was her business. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she was just that's like right. saying, "Who me? Never." <laughs> that's right. She had the blind people. Yeah, or the people who were forced to be blind or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> What else do I have for her? Um, she doesn't like the blacksmith because he's like he's not only going after a business; he's like killing the chemists and the dealers and stuff like that, which is rude. Yeah, I mean, no professional courtesy whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Did she say why she hasn't just gone after the blacksmith or not? Did I miss that? She she doesn't know where the blacksmith is. Um. Like, she said if she knew where he was, they wouldn't have to have this conversation right now. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I like Men Gao. She's cool. In fact, I think maybe the Russians. I didn't care for the Russians that much. But all the villains from season one, I like them. I like that some of them are coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of them come back uh, to life. Yeah. Multiple times. Uh-huh. Alright, um, anything else for villains before we move on? No, no, that's all I've got. Alright. Let's go to our supporting characters. Guy in the chair. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, I've got notes for Claire, Karen, and Stick. Okay. Um, before we jump into it, though, I kind of want to say, I, I think I had said this a little bit earlier in the season about Foggy, like, oh, this is his season. He's like really, you know, growing. He's doing like really well. Like, I forgot that basically every other side character this season does the same thing. Like, Karen is really cool growing. She's mm-hmm. like starting this whole other career. Claire, you know, quits her job and all this stuff. Like, she's. I, I don't really know, but same concept, right? So yeah, I, I just wanted to call that out beforehand. Like all of these side characters are just doing awesome this season. And uh, like it, it's, it's a, it's a little bit rare that, you know, you'll, you'll care about the side characters as much as the main character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was doing that in this, this episode, at least season two, but yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just, I think foggy shines more in the beginning and everyone else is shining in the second half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so who do we want to talk about? Claire, Karen, Steak, <laughs> Steak, Steak. That's, that's his name now. All right, I let's leave him with for last. Steak. Okay, because <laughs> in the episode he's last. Let's start with Karen. She's pretty All big right. in the episode. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel for Karen. She's used bait. <laughs> um. And she's also now a target of every. She's like the ultimate target. She's always the target. She was a target of Fisk's group in the first season. Now she's a target of, um, of, um, the blacksmiths people in this season. Mm-hmm. She's just. She needs to put her head down. She needs to. She needs to calm it down. <laughs> That's true. Um. Yeah. When when your life is uh, in danger that much, and you're not a superhero of some sort. Or super villain, um, then you need to kind of kind of reevaluate a few things. How, how you, you know about doing stuff? 
all in all, you realize if Matt wasn't Daredevil, she would still be getting in this trouble, but she'd be dead because Matt wouldn't be Daredevil. <laughs> well, that was the, the first episode, or that was a series premiere, right? Like, he saved her. Okay, yeah, he saved her. He didn't know her. Then, uh-huh. then Murdoch and Nelson get involved. And every other time he saved her, it's because he knows her. <laughs> so you're saying if Daredevil still existed, but it wasn't Matt. Yes. Then, like, yeah, like yeah, she believes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be <Okay>. so screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have for Karen. <laughs> How right, screwed yep. she would actually be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing, other thing I had, you know, she is really, really hating on Matt in this episode. Um, she was arguing with him earlier after, you mm-hmm. know, cause he shows up at the, the police station. Yeah. Um, and he's just standing there waiting for her to come out, assuming she'll come out, I guess. Um, that's what Karen's assumption is. Cause she doesn't know that he definitely knew he was right there and, or yeah. Uh, so, um, so what was it? Uh, I think she, cause she was yelling at him like, Hey, uh, I don't need protection or all that stuff or. Because mm-hmm. he, he was saying that he was going to stick around with her, which, you know, yeah. in actuality, that would have been a really good idea. Um, but I guess not, because her entire plan at that moment was to ditch the uh, police escort and follow Castle. Well, this is true. And, and um, he finds out pretty soon that um, Stick is going to be attacked. <laughs> or Stick, oh, the, the guys drive up at the end of the episode. Um so he would have had to leave anyway. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> he, uh, I, I mean, exactly what uh, what Claire said, right? Uh, definitely burning the candle at both ends. Actually, yeah. I even kind of called that out a little in the intro, right? Like last week he was finding the hand or at the beginning of this episode, he's finding the hand. Then he finds out that Claire was attacked. So then mm-hmm. he like switches to fight the blacksmith. And then at the end, he has to save Stick. Yeah, everybody needs him. If only there were other heroes in New York City. If only. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad they're they're not upstate yet, right? Because oh no, are the are the Avengers upstate? I don't know. We don't know if this is at, before or after Ultron, because that's when they move upstate. You're right. Yeah. But um, we know that. Stark is still in Stark Tower until Homecoming. I mean, either way, I, I guess at a minimum, he probably couldn't just walk up to Stark Tower, even if the Avengers were there or not. But as long as he had a way to contact them, there, there's got to be. There's got to be some way to contact yeah, the Avengers. Yeah. Like some sort of tip hotline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Must have some sort of tip hotline. That's all I can think of. Well, I mean... As Tony says, what are we, the pre-Avengers? No, we're the Avengers. They don't want to find out before the fact that something happened. They want to fight it while it's happening or afterwards. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. So, no reason to call them. No phone number. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, they only find out about it because it's on the news. That's the only way they know about stuff, because they want to avenge it. <laughs> or they made it, like Ultra. Well, yeah, but still, it's because he starts destroying things 
and stealing and trying to um was he trying to hack the entire internet <laughs> was he trying to do the internet uh was, he know. was trying to get the nuclear launch codes i, I don't know oh, what he was okay. trying to do to the internet and uh and jarvis was I, like stopping him or something yeah and then tony had to go to where the internet lives in i think sweden uh-huh. <laughs> anyway we already covered that <laughs> yeah yeah that was a while ago it was like what a year ago it was a while ago yeah, it, it feels ago. like a year yeah um so i guess we could talk to claire a person who can surprisingly take care of themselves because she kills a ninja <laughs> yeah Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Are ninjas I mean, harder or easier to kill after they've died once? That's that's a good question. Um, I'm going to flip a coin over here. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, and it is uh, number one. It's, it's, it's a two-sided die, really. I shouldn't have said coin. Um, <laughs> and I did not assign anything to a one or a two. No. So let's say harder. <laughs> Okay, it's, hard, it's definitely no, harder. You know what? No, I'm gonna say easier, and I'm gonna okay. And I'm gonna. I'll let, let's remember to talk about this next week. Um, but I, I'm gonna All say right. easier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, um, it. that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's easier. It's just if you poke them in the right spot, they'll just deflate. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually that impressive what Claire did. No, but you know what? She she still did it. And she's still one up on uh, Foggy, on Karen, as we were just talking about. Um, mm-hmm. She's killed more ninjas than the Punisher, as far as we know. That's true. And more than think... Daredevil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's actually true as well. <laughs> he doesn't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> um, she has a... Once she finds out she killed the guy... Uh, she has a very uh, Doctor Strange reaction where she took an oath to protect people and not kill. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wow, these doctors and nurses are very moral. <laughs> yeah, I would assume that most are. I don't know what normally a doctor would think when their life was in danger like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it, it is self-defense. And, but, yeah, I don't know. I would like to see Doctor Doom take his oath this seriously. <laughs> He does terrible, terrible things, but he technically doesn't kill anybody. Uh, are you sure he's a medical doctor? Not like he has a PhD. No, okay, I'm not. <laughs> I think he's just. I think he's just got the PhD. Um. Well, it's obvious. I need to look up what Doctor Doom has a doctorate in. That. I mean, I'm. I'm sure there's an answer. Um. And while you're looking that up, uh, I'm going to start making some guesses. And I'm going to say, um, let's see, something <gasps> physics? Whoa, say something. whoa, no, stop everything. Oh, oh okay. I'm right. going to read, according to comic book resources, he boasts it as part of his title, his title, but the fact is that Doom does not have a doctorate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling That's... me that he's a liar? Yes. Um, that's because he was expelled from college before he could graduate, yet still never finished getting a degree. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think he owns, he rules his own country. I think he probably has like an honorary doctorate. Maybe he's an honorary Dr. Doom. 
I'd love to see a, a woke Doom just kind of doing that. Like, you know what? I should be honest. I'm honorary doctorate Doom. <laughs> I would like to see Doctor Strange go up against Doctor Doom and just call him out for not being a doctor. <laughs> you know, I had to think of what doctors we have left. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like uh, if Stark was still around, he I would know. be he he would have to make fun of Doctor Doom for it. And he'd I be know. like, uh, and, and then like in response, he'd be like, Mr. Stark, no, 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 that's Dr. Stark to you. <laughs> wow. That's one of the things um, I regret about, you know, real life. Our actors getting older and retiring from superheroing. We can't have these cool interactions now that we've got the Fox people coming into the MCU. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I do regret that about life, you know, living yeah. it and then dying from age. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. So um, Claire decides to quit. <laughs> yeah. Um, which makes sense. I had forgotten that she quits, but I did remember where she is next time we see her. And I forgot how she got from point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought she quits in her next the next time we see her. Um, yeah. Because I, I like remember a little bit about, you know, that stuff in that season, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, she, she stood up for the right thing. No, they shouldn't have like wiped all this stuff under the rug and stuff like that. But her, um, manager, whoever that person is who helped her uh -huh. out, yeah. um, really put her job on the line to protect Claire and Claire just put up a middle finger to her and walked back in. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's true. But at the same time, I mean, Claire was also really sticking up for those morals. Um, and, and I got to say, like, I this part of the storyline, I don't fully understand. So okay. the hospital wants to hide this whole story about ninjas attacking. Yes. Why? What did they gain or lose from it? I don't understand. Um, well, and in addition to that, um, the uh, as soon as they mentioned the second autopsy on that guy, like, that one mm -hmm. administrator guy or whatever, once he found out that that one ninja was already dead once before, he, who already had the autopsy, that's when he like shut everything down. He just stopped them and said, yeah, no, we're, we're done. Get out of here. Let's, let's just move on. So why? All right. Well, first of all, she, all, none of those five people who got taken were on the record, which was highly illegal. Uh huh. Um, so that would be like a big lawsuit if someone got wind of that. Okay. And I feel like this guy's been autopsied before. The lawyer mind of him might be thinking that's a malpractice suit as well. Okay. So he's just like super worried about something happening. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess I guess that makes I sense. I mean, yeah. He only cares about the money, I think. That's the only reason to cover it up at all. Uh, which, honestly, yeah. All right. I, I understand that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. And then related to this question, um, do you think this kind of stuff happens more often in the MCU? Like ninjas attack or some sort of evil organization attacks, but then the uh, whatever or other organization just wants to hide it from the public? I feel like this happens to Roxxon every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, that's, that's all I had for Claire. Mainly just right. questions on the hospital. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's all I really have, too. Um, I guess we can move on to Stick. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about him. Yeah, let's talk um, about Stick. He's getting ready for battle. And I would. my only note is, I thought he would use a quarterstaff, you know, like a giant stick. But no, he uses a katana. <laughs> like someone who fights to kill. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, Leonardo? Do you think the Ninja Turtles? I mean, Raphael obviously kills people, but yeah, the, uh-huh. the rest of Ninja Turtles fight to kill because, like, Donatello uses a stick. <laughs> Two of them, actually. I, well, um, you know, that's one of those things in the cartoons. It's tough to tell because mm-hmm. you know the cartoons made for children. Um, I don't know about in the comics, um, because yeah. honestly, like, I just I never could get into them. For some reason, it's because of the lack of color in the Ninja Turtles comics. Yeah. I do want to read... They had the Ninja Turtles-Batman crossover. I might read that. <laughs> oh. I saw the cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they Probably the same thing. One, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I do remember super... seeing the trailer of that. Okay. It was entertaining. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> good. That's all I have for stick. <laughs> okay, yeah. Lack I of do have stick. A, yeah. I do have a note about for our podcast is now that we've eliminated our the power section and just you know reincorporated it into the the hero and villain section we should probably move your ad break yeah i was thinking that too especially because we're at like 51 (laughs) minutes now so yeah Uh, anyway let's move on to the ad break (laughs) okay welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start graving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration the chair. Tony, I like to think of myself as an adult, and I assume that you think the same about yourself. Um, yeah, I do. So is, is there anything that you have not done that you normally feel like normal adults do? Like, maybe not all the time, but like it's a thing they have done, but maybe you've just never done it. I have yet to buy a house. Okay, that's a weird one, but it makes sense for you. My sad admission <laughs> is that I have never had clothes dry cleaned. Uh, and that's where today's sponsor comes in. Our friends at Madame Gao's dry cleaning service are here to help. They do all the normal dry cleaning stuff. Dust off the clothes? Maybe. Blow dry the dirt off? I think so. <laughs> Put the clothes on a clothes ride? Definitely. They do other things too. I just don't know what they are. And the best thing about this company is that you, the customer, are their number one concern. If you have any problem whatsoever, Madame Gao is there to help deal with your problem. But it doesn't matter because I've been told that no one has ever complained to her. Use promo code MCU Rewind on your first order to get six hours to get your clothes six hours sooner. Okay, I'm going to give you a confession now. Even if you've gone to the dry cleaner, you're still not completely sure what they did. <laughs> Yes, your clothes are clean, but you don't know how it works because it's dry. Or at least maybe that's, that's just me. I mean, I, I guess that's true, but also I wouldn't know, having never been in one. Well, I've probably okay. been inside one because I, I know my parents have done dry cleaning, so I've gone with them when I was a kid, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's right. move it on to our final the, section of the episode. Yeah, the final 12%. <laughs> Yeah, percent. we really got to reorganize um, this a little. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I brought everything up earlier in the other conversations. So I think I'm ready to move on and write the episode. How's that sound? 
<laughs> that sounds great. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? All right. Uh, so, Tony, um, how many um, ninja autopsies would you rate this episode? Um, I think this is a pretty good episode. I'd give it four ninja autopsies out of five. Yeah, I was thinking pretty much the same thing. Like it, it we had a lot of action. Uh, we had stuff really starting to happen. Um, you know, even the things that were a little bit more set up for next week's episode were like really getting into it. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. Okay, you know, I'm so glad we rate this every episode so we can put on our big poster board. Pin this at four point zero. <laughs> yes, we are keeping track of these every single one. Uh, swear join us next time as we cover daredevil season 2 episode 11 the dark at the end of the tunnel and remember to follow us on twitter and give us a rating on your uh podcast app or whatever you use as always this is the marvel cinematic rewind for daredevil season 2 episode 10 380 signing off have a marvelous day yeah